Hello, hello, recording, recording. Okay. Hello, everyone. Hope you are well. Shit is crazy right now. It's apocalyptic orange light from the smoke from the fires right now. It's so weird feeling. And then uh, I'm at home in San Diego and um, up in Mammoth and Tahoe, I hear it's just, the air quality is just horrendous. And uh, to all my boys out there, to you, Foxy, um, you guys that are working on the fires and girls too, um, man, God be with you. <laughs> you guys are working your asses off and sleeping on sidewalks and on top of the trucks and uh we appreciate you and uh yeah yesterday is memorial day so um to all you who have served the country and i'm gonna say especially those who have come away missing limbs and disabled um even more for you guys gals um appreciate you definitely I have turned off everything, the refrigerator, my air filter, my fan. <laughs> um, hopefully, I remember to turn my uh, refrigerator back on. Oh, yeah, I'll tell Siri. Hey, Siri, remind me to turn the refrigerator back on in an hour. Done. Oh, nice. I love that. I love that because I will forget. I will forget it. Um, and forgive me, I usually like to give you the sounds of making my coffee, but I already made it. it. I made it. it. <laughs> I made it my coffee. I already made it. I, I couldn't wait. Oh, I just took a power nap. It is crazy. Power naps are the craziest thing. Do you guys do this too? Um, I think there's a way you can leave me like a voice message on um, if you're listening to this on Anchor. Um, leave me a voice message. No one ever has. Tell me if you're able to take power naps. I seriously don't know if this is some uncanny ability of mine or not, but I can literally like, lay down, turn myself off like a light switch, and then I turn back on in exactly two zero minutes, 20 minutes, exactly to the minute almost every time. It's the weirdest thing. And I wake up feeling so refreshed. It is the weirdest thing. But I have to have a cup of coffee afterwards because um, although I do feel refreshed, I do feel a little groggy. And I want to be fun for you guys. And I have to hurry up and drink this because it is after four o'clock. Four o'clock is usually my cutoff, my official cutoff for coffee. But anyways, uh, I wrote a blog today, this morning, and I would like to read it to you if you would like to grab a beverage of your own and have a little story time, or if you're out on a walk or run. I hope you enjoy this. Um, I like this blog. This was written about a, a day that I really liked, a day in Mammoth, and... Um, you know what? I'm not going to tell you more. I'm just going to read it. Okay. 
and just forgive um, my slip ups and stuff. Um, uh, I'm just going to go ahead and not care. And just when I slip up, I'm just going to reread it. I'm not the best reader. <sighs> okay. Without further ado, this one is called Bullet Rebellion by Jeremy P. McGee. Sometimes I just need to get my willies out. You probably know the feeling. When I wake up, I don't usually feel stoked about the day. It takes intentional effort for me to choose a positive mindset. Awareness fills my body, slowly fills my body. I breathe. I usually sigh thinking, here we go again. Then I stop myself. That is no way to start a day, especially when I have so much to be thankful for. I have a nice car, a Mac Pro, an iPhone, an Apple Watch, a sick bike, friends, my relative health, an ocean view, the list goes on. Tack on being a white male living in Southern California, one of the wealthiest areas in the world, I've got it good. I grab my right leg and place it on the floor, then my left. I leverage my body angling towards the floor to pull my upper body up. Momentum plays a key role here. I cannot interrupt this motion, otherwise I will fall back down. First things first, I need to pee. I always say, I gotta go before I go. <laughs> and now that I'm sitting up, I need to get to the bathroom fast or the task of changing and cleaning myself will be added to the weight on my mind already. I angle my chair and perform the automatic motion of transferring to it. This needs to be precise. This needs to be precise. Precise is not correct. This needs to be precise. There, that's right. Any miscalculation will result in splitting my butt cheeks open on the metal side guards. This would mean weeks of bandaging and laying down something I cannot afford right now. Once in my chair, I'm mobile. I zip to the bathroom, not forgetting to hit play on the coffee maker on my way by. The bathroom light is blinding. I hold one eye closed as I lock my brakes in front of the toilet. I would rather forego the light and imminent adrenal taxing, but... Inserting a catheter in the dark is not the easiest task, especially pre-coffee. I feel a huge relief when I urinate. It's not physical, it's mental. Being, inco being incontinent, the thought is always there. You can never truly relax. In the moments after urination, that thought is gone for a while, and the sense of relief is almost euphoric. Now... I'm not one of those people who brushes their teeth right away either. It messes with the taste of my coffee, and I want to brush my teeth after coffee. This may have no basis, but I feel brushing before takes off any overnight coating that could help prevent staining. Brushing after takes off that coating along with any coffee that might want to stick around. The danger is that if I get straight to work and get focused, I don't end up brushing my teeth, or putting pants on for that matter, until late morning when I pull myself out of the dense computer fog that is video editing. Isn't that the truth? 
<laughs> Before sitting down with my coffee, I open the drapes and let the natural light come in. This is a relief. The world is not over. <laughs> Life is going on as usual. <laughs> and this day is different, too. I'm not at home. I'm in Mammoth. And I have intentions to get out whatever this thing is that lives inside me. The thing that plagues my mind. The thing that makes me want to do nothing and talk to no one. And there is only one way. I need to push myself to the edge. I'm going to go way past my four o'clock limit on the coffee. Oh, well. <sighs> I move on to my second cup. This is my treat for being human, for having been through that all that I've been through, and I enjoy it even more than the first, but in a different way. The first is like breathing life into my body for the first time. All the memories of cups of coffee in the rain, cups of coffee overlooking the foggy ocean, cups of coffee under a canopy of wise trees. All these memories flood in unison with one nostalgic sip after the other, all followed by the quintessential exhale and sigh. It all feels good. This is the feeling that gets me out of bed. Well, it's the thought of this feeling. The second cup is much different. It's like rebellion in liquid form. I don't need it, but I want it. I purposefully choose indulgence over health. I'm in control here and can do whatever the fuck I want. <laughs> Fast forward, and I'm in my bike climbing up Mammoth Mountain. There is a slight rebellion in this as well. I'm choosing to, to forego taking the gondola up and climb the service roads instead. I'm not sure if it's allowed during operational hours, but I'm doing it anyway. I have an e-assist, but I have it set to one of the lowest levels. This level, I have found, is where I need it to be to pace most, most able-bodied riders. I give it a notch up when I'm riding with my fast friends and a notch down with less capable climbers. So I'm going the pace of an average rider and my heart rate is getting into the high 140s. I say all this to explain that I'm getting a pretty intense workout. I'm sweating, I'm breathing hard, my arms are tired, and it all feels so good. This might be a feeling you know. The feeling of destroying yourself. The feeling of letting all your anger bubble up to the surface and hammering those fucking pedals one revolution at a time. I dare not stop and rest either. My rear wheel slips in the loose dirt as the hill gets steep. I reach up and push the front wheel with my right arm to keep the bike creeping along. This motion is like an overhead is, is like an overhead press. My shoulder burns. My neck starts to ache. I keep my eyes on the dirt direct, directly below and keep and keep hammering. I keep I keep my eyes on the dirt directly below and keep hammering. Finally I arrive at my destination. Well, the beginning of my destination. The trailhead for Bullet. Bullet is a trail I should probably not ride on my own. The difficulty of other trails is designated by color. Green, blue, or black. That's beginner, intermediate, and expert, respectively. Blacks are defined even further as single or double diamond, the former being the most difficult. 
Well, bullet is above and beyond all that, though. It is an orange pro line, even not even on the scale, on that scale anyways, and I'm not sure what I'm getting myself into. I do know that it has some serious rock gardens and rock drops. I'm going to be challenged to my limit, but I need this. I need some sort of rebellion much larger than a second cup of coffee and with much more at stake. I'm not nervous. I start down the trail, and it's rowdy right from the beginning. I pick my way through the first rock garden, not knowing it is completely mellow compared to what I'm about to face further along the trail. On the next section, I spy two rocks ahead, choose what I think is the best line, and commit to it. I barrel into the rocks with what I think is enough speed to carry me over them, but I miscalculate and get hung up high-centered on top. I I teeter-totter the bike back and forth. I push my weight this way and that way. I try to unweight one wheel and push the other, all to no avail. And after about 10 minutes of fighting, I give up, puffing for air. I sit up and look around. It's silent except for the wind caressing the trees. No one is coming. I pull the quick release on my belt and begin the process of lowering myself to the ground taking care not to twist my leg into a bad position. Once on the ground, I push the bike up and over the rocks almost effortlessly. This makes me think that maybe I should have just done this in the first place. Why do we do that? Why do we fight so hard to avoid something only to end up doing it anyway and realize it's actually easier than the fight that we put up? Getting back in the bike takes a series of steps. First is lifting my butt onto the leg cradle. This takes a few tries as I balance the act of bearing my weight on one arm, throwing my head forward and down. This lifts my ass in the air, all in one motion, hoping to hit the target. Once I'm sitting on the leg cradle, the next step is getting my butt from the leg cradle into the seat. My pants get hung up on the edge, and I need to get the angle of approach just right but I've done this so many times now that I've got it pretty good. I fold my right leg back and place it in the leg cradle on which I was just sitting. My left leg takes a little yoga move to get it up and over the bike to the other side where I put it in place. Now I'm back in the bike. I strap in, put my pack on, exhale in relief, and start down the trail again to find the most difficult and sudden drop I will face on the trail immediately. A series of drops leads up to it, so there's no seeing it ahead of time. And since I have never ridden this trail before, I have no idea what is on the other side. The world just ends. And I don't see it until I am on top of it. I creep to the edge and look over. It's only about four feet down, but that's not the hard thing about it. It will put me in an off-camber situation that could easily roll me in the bike. When a roll happens, it happens fast. And the chances for injury or breaking something on my bike or breaking something on my bike are very high. These are the kind of stakes I need in my little rebellion. I freeze on the edge, gripping the brakes. I creep down a little further and things get very precarious, almost sideways, 
while I'm pretty much vertical on the edge of the rock. I need to let go. It's the only way. Otherwise, I will surely flip over. I take a series of large breaths to psych myself up and do it. I let go. My body instinctively takes over and I roll over the rock, no problem, Ex exclaiming with relief and a huge sense of accomplishment. Everything after that seems effortless. I actually do a drop much larger, closer to six feet, as if it is nothing. A series of three and four foot drops in succession don't even phase me, flowing from one to the next. I get stuck a little bit in a couple other spots, but, but I'm able to free myself. In the end, I make it down in one piece. Well, all in one piece except my anger. I left that out there. That's it. That's my blog. <laughs> um, I hope you enjoyed it. Thank you for listening. Definitely, uh, if you have a chance, watch the video. Um, hopefully, you're interested in seeing the video after um, listening to that. And definitely ch check the links in the caption um, for all kinds of other stuff. And please, if you want to keep this content coming, I need to pay rent, pay the bills. I don't make any money doing this. Um, if you want to be uh, a patron, um, there's links below to uh, give $1, $3, $5 a month just to, just to keep everything going. But you can do all that, none of that. I'm just glad you're here. Thanks for listening. Appreciate you.